Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard. Today we have guest Lamette Patel. And I was asking him just before this show started how to say his name right. So I'm sure that if I butchered that, he will be able to correct you on the right way to pronounce his name. But he's here because he has an amazing program to help kids be able to do coding. This is something that's near and dear to my heart because as my kids have invested in what they want to do and exploring the possibilities, they love robotics. At least my oldest one does. Loves robotics, loves coding, loves everything to do with that. But one of the problems that we have kept running into is it's not, there's not a whole lot of platforms out there that make it fun for kids. And in one of my last episodes, Lynette, I talked about um, the benefits of creating an educational path that is fun that adds comfort and that adds line upon line slowly for our kids so that they can increase in it in a way that is abundantly accessible to them instead of um, this rigorous, hard, frustrating, and not engaging process. And I feel like that is exactly what you've done with your business, Tinker. Does that fill us in on the details? Does that sound right? First of all, super excited to be on the podcast with you, Wanda. And, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but, but, and, and and I think you got my name right too. So oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited to be here. You know, uh, you know, I work for a company called Tinker, and just uh, you know, uh, just to give everyone a quick background, we're the largest company in the world that teaches kids how to code. So so in 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 over a hundred thousand schools in over one hundred and fifty countries, and we've had over sixty million kids that have gone through our program over the last 10 years. That's incredible. And, That's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> and I, and what I would say is the thing that really, you know, makes this program work well is the fact that we try to make it fun and easy. It's really emphasized on, 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 on that aspect. Because as you know, with kids, you know, if you can make things really fun and easy, uh, they're more likely to kind of continue to keep doing it. And so the way we've done that and the way the program's really been successful is that we tried to create it into a gamified experience. So, you know, there, there's a lot of like game elements into it. Like, you know, kids naturally gravitate towards screen time right now. But, you know, what we've tried to do is to try to create positive screen time where where they, where even if it feels like they're playing a game, they're not really playing a game, they're actually learning how to code. And so, you know, we, we start them off with these basics around code-based coding where it's kind of like building Lego blocks in uh, with, with different lines of code. And, and from that, we, we progress them into, um, into learning more text-based coding like Python and Java, but, but, but it, it's so, it's done in such a fun and easy way where, where kids are sort of building these things and seeing the tangible outcomes of, Hey, these lines of code are actually creating these cool AI projects, or they're learning to code to create cool apps and websites and, and, and different projects around like art and music as well. So it, 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 it's something that, you know, ultimately, uh, um, you know, just, just get kids, to to really 
um, enjoy doing it, which, which is why they continue to progress. And, and, yeah. and, and well, I love it. this idea too of several things. One, being able to create it into fun. I think that's so brilliant because right now there, there's so many tools at our disposal, at our kids' fingertips that they can easily do. And as parents, sometimes it can feel overwhelming of, well, we want them to be more productive. We want them to do this and this. But as um, it just made me think of like the animal kingdom, the way that cats learn to be good hunters and the way that dogs learn to work together as a pack and like all of these things, they do that through their play as puppies and kittens. And they do that through their already their natural environment. And so that's brilliant to kids are already having fun on these devices. So let's create a game that enables them to learn skills that will help them throughout their life. So what kind of coding, how does this help them? What, like, how can, for those who don't know coding, I am one of those people, (laughs) how can coding help them with um, hobbies, careers, and throughout their life? Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the thing that you really emphasize is, you know, um, in, in terms of what what do they learn from coding? So the, the easiest way to think about coding is is just the way you think about uh, you know learning a language because it's really a language on how do you communicate with a machine and 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 you kind of provide an instructions to a machine to do a certain to 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 act in a certain function and and you know what ends up coming from that it's it, it you know kids naturally like like our like our uh, program. Uh, works really well starting with kids as young as like kindergarten all the all the way through like k through 12 but 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 a lot of them really get get into it through elementary and um in, in, into elementary and middle school because at that age they're really open to like trying new things and 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 kids naturally can learn things a lot easier than than adults like new languages <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 technology and and so what ends up coming from from learning to code is is really the ability to to sort of see the aspects of becoming a creator ultimately because kids love being creative and you know you can be creative and expressing yourself in many different ways through like art yeah. and music and coding the way we've kind of created this is just coding is another way of trying to you know provide a way of expressing yourself and so you know when they start putting these different lines of block coding together it, it they can sort of start seeing like hey you know they're kind of telling the machine to sort of do these certain functions and 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 they can start sort of seeing how for example you know they're creating these um simulations w- within these artificial intelligent environments around uh, like we create these different games that they can end up playing and 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 different characters like you mentioned like animal crossing so so kids what we found you know, for the most part, you know, because we have this huge community of like over 60 million users. So kids love creating these different projects and then sharing their projects and then getting feedback from other kids um, in the community. And so it creates this feedback loop where other kids that have uh, th- that are in the community start giving them feedback. Hey, have you tr- thought about doing this? Have you thought about doing that? And it ends up becoming like a huge t- um, um cumulative uh, community project where kids are just working together naturally like you have kids working in in kids could be from like san francisco working with kids from like singapore or whatever you know because they're all just collaborating across the world and and that's where the magic really happens because it at the end of the day sort of fosters this sense of community but it's an uplifting community because everyone's trying to encourage the other uh 
child to do better or 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 sharing their tips and tricks because kids for the most part love to share and and so it, so it comes community where where they're learning to communicate and 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 coding sort of becomes the unifying sort of language that sort of you know that that ends up bringing kids from all over the world to 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 have this sense of um camaraderie around you know um using that as the subject matter that sort of brings them together to create things that's fantastic that's like a a collective of dreamers all coming together and actually creating what was inside their head into reality that's incredible so you have two kids yourself yes um are have they done coding is this something that interests them as well so I got my uh, younger one into it, who's 12. My older one's uh, 16. So he he's a little bit more uh, sort of a little bit far gone on that. <laughs> but 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 my younger one, you know, I, I mean, before I joined Tinker, I, I, I had him sort of try out the product because ultimately I wanted to make sure, like, is this something that could really that 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 because I know he wasn't really into coding. And so, you know, he started, but 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 he's really into like, you know, things like Minecraft and Roblox. And, mm. and, and that's the other thing I was going to mention, like like a lot of the kids that use Minecraft, all of them love coming into, into Tinker because they create all these different Minecraft projects in Tinker. And then they go and, sh- you know, um, uh, you know, use it, um, share it on in, in Minecraft. And so- Oh, really? And so for my son, you know, uh, you know, he, yeah, yeah, he he started using Tinker and, and he loves use, using the product too. So, you know, I'm, I'm, so you I'm, can you can share what from Tinker, what you create there into other apps like Minecraft. So so, yeah, I mean, you're basically like with Minecraft, you, you create these different modifications of Minecraft. So so in Tinker, you can kind of get your own server where you can create all these different like elements or things that you want to create in Minecraft. And then you can kind of sh- share it with that community as well. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. So you share it still within that yeah. realm of Tinker, but yeah. it can, it basically is able to multiply what you can do multiply. with many different yeah. looks and stuff. And, and, and then, yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of kids end up like creating things in Tinker for, for, for Minecraft, and then they kind of take it out and 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 and, and, and kind of use it and and share it in, 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 into that other massive community of, of Minecraft enthusiasts as well. That's so cool. So, okay, now let's dive in a little bit to what has this looked like for you um, with Tinker and this amazing business how have you balanced your life and create like one of the things that I love about fun businesses is they're fun. But another thing that I know that is uh parents have to be super aware of is if you're putting all of your time into something that you love to do and love to create, how do you find that balance with your kids or how do you help them be a part of it? What has been the biggest success or help for you to find that uh, quote unquote balance? Yeah. You know, I've, I mean, I mean, what I will say is that, like with anything, you have to do this juggling act, right? And mm-hmm. and for me, uh, ultimately, it comes down to setting boundaries. And so, uh, for the most part, I have you know um, a calendar for for the entire week, and 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 within that calendar, you know, outside of like scheduling meetings around work, I always try to schedule in meetings around family time, as as well as. Um, times around different activities that might be going on like you know at my at my kids schools um, and events or where I might want to volunteer so I always try to schedule things in into the calendar so at least I 
I mean, I mean, that's the first place where where I put it. So, it, so, it, so it it becomes a priority for me. The second thing, you know, the, and I think it it gets easier. It's it's harder when you're starting out in your career because 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 you like just trying to prove yourself and and, <laughs> yeah. and, and and it's like anything, you know, you know, you, it's kind of unbalanced, right? Because you're trying to sort of work hard because you because you sort of feel like you know the harder you work. And you know the more recognition you might get, and 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 the more you might move up the career ladder. But ultimately, you know, when I'm looking back, because I've been, you know, my career has been over 20 years, and 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 looking back now, the truth is, you know, um, in order to really move up, I mean, I mean, part of it is like, you know, I mean, I mean, working hard, and and and, but it's also about working on the right projects at at, at work that really make an impact. So a lot of that doesn't, a lot of that really comes from you know, things that people don't really talk about, which is trying to find good mentors at work and, and trying to find good sponsors. And, and, and the difference between a mentor and a sponsor is a mentor is someone that you can kind of learn from. It could be a manager, whether it's in your company, it could be someone that you aspire to want to be like, and, and you can reach out to different people, whether it's in your company or outside of your company, that you can learn from. And sponsors are people primarily the ones that make the big decisions in the companies, the executives. And 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 ideally you want to be able to to uh to find a way where 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 they get to know you and 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 will think of your name when decisions are being made around who gets promoted or who's get to, who gets to work on the big projects. And and you know I think a lot of that what people don't realize it really comes from just um, building relationships. And and so even if you're great at your work, but if you're just going to be at your desk and nobody gets to know you, you know, it's going to be harder to move up versus, you know, you've got to find that balance of of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert to, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I had to try and sort of step out of, you know, my comfort zone and, and try to be more, you know, more than an extrovert at certain times when I was shy speaking up in meetings. But it's it's something that you have to do depending on on where you want to go. And 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 what I find is, you know, as, as you move up higher, then then it gets easier to set those boundaries around how you want to use your time versus when 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 you're a little bit lower in your career, where 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 you don't seem tend to value that time is really your biggest asset. You know, it's like yeah. you're chasing money when, when you're younger, but when you're older, you're trying to preserve. It's I mean, hopefully, you know money becomes a little bit less interesting and and you realize that your time is really your greatest asset. Definitely. And so with time, that is one thing that I remember you saying um, when you were coming onto my show is that you encourage or that you help people use AI when they're starting up their businesses to help them grow. What does that mean? We didn't really dive into that specifically. Yeah. So one of the things I, um, um, I wrote a book about it. It was called Lean AI, which is part of the Eric Ries Lean Startup series. So I've worked in startups for for over twenty years. So you know, one of the things that I found in in in, in, in any business can relate to this, not just startups, but it's all about trying to be as resourceful as possible. Like, how do you get more done with less? And so, over the last like ten years, a big part of the way I've been able to kind of you know be be able to be successful in my role in, in it has been to really figure out how to leverage technology to do a lot of the, the heavy lifting in terms of the tasks and processes that really, you know, um, but kind of 
bogged down needing to hire more people to do those things. And so now I know, you know, people talk about the future of work and more jobs are going to be automated, you know, in the next 10 years. And so, you know, what I talk about in Lean AI is really, and it's really specifically to kind of my role, which is all around marketing and, and how you grow a business, how you, how you acquire customers, how you retain and, and 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 drive more revenue from users. A lot of those tasks and processes, I was able to figure out, you know, what's the right technology to bring in to really automate a lot of those tasks and processes. So instead of needing to hire more people, as 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 we grew businesses from like a couple of million dollars in revenue to hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. You know, we we're able to do it at a much faster pace because it, it it was less dependent on needed hire more people in order to to support that growth. Oh, I love that. So um, now we're gonna go back to the family again. I want to ask you, as you've seen, like you're you're in the computer world, and I know so many parents right now. There's this struggle of do how much screen time do I let them have? What is the boundaries here? What am I supposed to do? And I I have my own take on this, but I want to know from you, from your perspective and working with electronics, what is your biggest concern as a parent and for the future generation with electronics? My biggest concern, and I see it in, uh, now, you know, which is, and I think a lot of this sort of just ended up like getting accelerated during the pandemic, which is, you know, more people had to sort of adopt to to becoming more digital native in terms of really depending on digital for for for, for how they live their lives. And Definitely. and and so, you know, it, it now more people spend time looking at their mobile phones than they do looking at each other, even if they're like in the same room. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that, that we struggle with as a family too. It's like when you're trying to have family dinner and then like, you know, one one kid sort of picks up the phone and the other one kind of picks up the phone and it's like, come on guys, let's just, you know, put the devices down for a while. But, and so I think like anything, I, I mean, I haven't gone to the extreme and, and, and I think you could sort of, you know, just turn off the Wi-Fi so nobody gets anything. You know? Yes. <laughs> but I think it's really um, a better thing to do is, and I struggle with this too, which is really just trying to create these habits where you take these mental breaks and, 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 and really come to realize that, you know, even if you don't respond right away to that email or text or whatever, it's it's not the end of the world. It's like we we've got so trained into sort of responding in real time. And 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 I think you know just just trying to remove that stigma that hey that thing can wait. You know, let's just uh-huh. enjoy this time that we have. And 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 you know, I think just just trying to sort of reemphasize the value of yeah, you can have time being with one another but there's a definition of quality time and what does quality time mean to you and 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 I generally ask my kids like what does it mean and for them it's, it's really being present so I want to do that for you if you can do that for me too right so it's like yeah. reciprocating that yeah oh I love that you talk to your kids about it and that you ask them like what is that yeah. for you yeah and that's such a beautiful way to like help them feel like it's a relationship not just you demanding yeah. something from them. But another thing that I noticed as you were talking about um, setting things on the calendar and making sure that um, at certain times that this is just what happens, the way that you set it 
and how we've been talking about coding has made me realize it is exactly like coding that on the calendar um, that my my daughter, I, I forget what she calls it in her coding program. It's like the if then block. And yeah. so if you hit into an object, then you jump or something like that. And just like in your calendar, if this time comes at this, like when this time comes at Wednesday, six o'clock, this is family time. And um, just just the parallel of realizing when we have our kids and we can teach them and they're engaged in something that they love to learn, like coding, then they can realize like you cannot have your little figure do all the things all at once, all the time. You have to have a certain path for him to follow to get to the goal. And so just like that, we can apply that into our lives. Is that kind of what you are like? Is that correct representation of what you're saying? Yeah, I think what it comes down to is that there's basically structure to everything, right? And there's mm-hmm. different rules. And and, um, and and coding is similar to to like life where, you know, you know, for the mo- I mean, for the most part, people seem um, not people, but, you know, I mean, you know, some people may feel like they, they have no control. But the, re- the reality is you do have control. But 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 it's like instead of being reactive to everything, you got to mm-hmm. take that step back first and and just let that moment sort of pass in, in your mind and, and then sort of figure out. So based on this, should I because because we're making choices and decisions all the time, right? And that, and that's the same thing with coding too. It's like if this equals that or that equals this, you kind of coming up with these different decisions. And 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 but the but the thing to remember is the human mind is the greatest, uh, you know, um, gift there is, right? Better than any machine because we ultimately created all of these like machines, <laughs> definitely. And and so you know it, you know, just just. You know, and and our mind, for the most part, kind of works like machine when it comes to AI. It's it's kind of training based on different experiences that you're having to like, is this good or bad? Like, for example, you know, putting your hand on a hot stove and you get burnt. That's not a good idea. So you won't do that again. And the machine is continually learning just like just like the mind. So I feel and, you know, one of the things I was going to that I started thinking more about having sort of, you know, been in technology for a while. With technology, there's this thing where companies are always doing these software updates, where they're continuing to update the the, the um, software to try and make the machine to be more, to be better. As humans, our mind, how often do we sort of do an update in terms of like <laughs> renewing our mindset? Because because the way we are when we're young and we're growing. I mean, I mean, I mean, we kind of create these different defense mechanisms that kind of help us get through those phases. But now at different phases of our life, we have to kind of take another step back and do another renewal in terms of is that mindset that helped us get from like our teenage years, the right mindset that's going to take us through our 20s. And is that the right mindset that's going to take us through our married life through raising kids? So, you know, I, I sort of, you know, start thinking more like a machine now in terms of <laughs> well, like, that's... how do I need to think now? Because, you know, like like early on in your marriage, the way you think, you know, is completely different to when, you, when you're married with kids and then when your kids are like young versus when they're like teenagers. Definitely. So, yeah. Well, that's brilliant, too. We it gets rid of this narrative of those were bad decisions. You're broken or you did something wrong, or that's the incorrect way to handle this situation. It gets rid of 
the guilt of growing and makes growing more fun. It's like a game in our own life of rebooting and realizing, okay, that helped me at a certain time. But at the earlier levels, that was helpful. But now I'm to more complicated, high-tech levels, and I need a new system. I need to reboot. I need to reevaluate. That's I love, love that analogy. So our time is coming to a close, and I want to ask you two questions. One, sure. what would be your biggest advice for parents who want to help their kids, who want to make sure that they are getting that quality time in their lives? What is the just one very simple thing that they can start doing to enable them to feel like they can take on another thing like coding and not get in the way of their quality time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what I would like, like for for any parent that wants to try and um, get their kids into coding, you know, uh, what I I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, what I would say is, you know, programs like Tinker really work for the most part because it's self-paced. It, it doesn't really require a parent needing to be present with a child because it because it really knows how to intuitively get a child cure, you know, um, to start doing this on their own. And I think one of you mentioned too, like like your child uses Scratch and she was able to kind of figure it out on her own. You know, Tinker's very similar to that, but it but it but it makes it even friendlier than that. And then the other thing that that we offer is this blended learning approach. So we have live coaches, like for example, if a child wanted to get some live coaching to help them get started, and, and that's what we offer with with anyone who who starts off on a new paid plan with us. So you know, the whole benefit of that is to take the pressure of the parent needing to kind of, you know, be present and, and, and get the child started. And and like anything, you know, I'm not sure about you, but, you know, uh, I used to have fun sort of, you know, coaching my kids in soccer and all these different sports because the, the hardest part is really just getting them started, right, into trying yeah. something and so, you know, that was something new that, that we just introduced. And that was kind of from my own experience w- with my son, because I didn't want to sit there because generally, I don't know about you, but my kids don't listen to me as much as they will listen to somebody else. <laughs> and so having, you know, having taken that pressure of me, you know, and having having him work with a coach to get started was great. And And then the other thing that I would say is, you know, with our kids, and, and I'm just talking from personal experience, you know, you always hear this, but... They grow up really fast. And so you just have to intentionally put some time and whether it's doing devotions with them at night or, or whatever, just try to try to try to allocate some time in the day where, where you're going to have that me time with them. Yeah. And this is so key. I think so often as parents, we think if our kids are going to be doing something else, we have to be extremely invested into it. But actually, in a program like Tinker, this is incredible to have coaches and other uh, adults that can help teach them simply because that allows them to get the education and the guidance that they need without it draining our energy even more. So that way we, at the same time that they're doing that, we can be doing what we need to be doing and filling our cup. And then when we do come together, the time is more quality. The time is more relaxed and we don't feel like we've just spent hours with you trying to figure out this whole coding thing. And now we have to spend however long to uh, just talk to each other. And that can be draining. Like this is an incredible resource for parents. So those who are listening and want to join, where's the best place for them to go to come and do Tinker too? Yeah. So the best place to go is, to get started for free is on our website. It's tinker.com. So T-Y-N-K-E-R.com. Awesome. And I will have that link below in the comments or the uh, podcast description. There we go. 
And so please go and check that out, everybody. This is incredible. I love learning about programs like Tinker because there is certain ways to elevate our lives and to level up that are fun. We don't have to go through the drudging ways of just pushing through. We can create fun, engaging ways for our kids to learn and that enable us to get what we need to so we can come together even stronger as a family. So thank you, Lamette, so much for coming. And thank you, everybody, for being here. We'll see you all next time. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to WandaHoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.